let's go ahead and uh, we're going to welcome on Below the Belt show our special guest of the evening. Wow, she does it all. She's an actress. She's a singer. She's a producer. She's a voiceover actress. Um, Judy Beecher here on BTB. Hey, Judy. Hi. <laughs> Good to have you on Below the Belt show. Good to be here. Now, um, we, we checked out the trailer of Tango Shalom. Loved it. I, I was, you know, I, I was like LOLing. Literally <laughs> laughing out loud watching a trailer. Usually you have to watch the film to just immerse yourself in all the laughter. But your trailer just really it hit the high notes on the comedy ranks for me. <laughs> for sure. So congratulations on that. I, I, I think this is a great – what a great concept. I actually, I actually asked Benjamin Cheyenne, our, the resident Jew, uh, to kind of uh, join us here on Below the Belt Show because of <laughs> – the nature of the film so i thought that was kind of he can kind of talk to us about there's actually a certain term about orthodox jews not being able to touch women right ben what is it called yes it's called shomer nagia shomer nagia shomer nagia shomer nagia actually i mean unless you're married to them you can't touch them unless you're married to them and yeah that includes me shaking a hand with my, my my Jewish friend's mom. I can't even do that. Wow. That's yeah. wild. And you took this concept, which I think is, is pretty interesting because a lot of people are, you know, that, that are not familiar with the, the Orthodox Jewish faith might not even be aware of some of these. Um, tell us about the inspiration uh, uh, with this film, if you could. So the film, um, so Joe Slaniato, who plays my husband, he's the rabbi who gets mm -hmm. this vision. He uh, he goes to the Chabad house with his brother, Claudio. They, the two of them wrote this film together. And awesome. uh, Joe, Joe stances the tango. And he came in one day and he said, gosh, what would happen if a rabbi all of a sudden, you know, had a message from God that in order to like that, that he had to dance the tango. Like, what would he do? <laughs> he can't touch a woman and it's a sensual dance. What would he do? Right. You know, so that's the premise of the, of the movie is that, uh, you know, he's having financial problems. He doesn't know what to do. He's going to lose his Hebrew school. And then in a dream, you know, he gets this vision that he think, you know, from God in the dream saying that he, has to enter a televised dance competition in order to resolve his financial issues, <laughs> you know, but. Wow. Wow. And there's no. And, and it has to be on a Saturday night. <laughs> <laughs> it's Saturday night, right. That's, that's the, the, the religious so he, day, right? You know, so he has, he goes to all the other religions. He goes to first his own religion to, okay. to figure out what to do, but then. He, he's, he just doesn't know what to do. So he goes to ask advice from all the other religions on what they would do, the leaders of these other religions. Wow. So I think a lot of people from different faiths, whether you're Catholic, Hin, Hindu, any religion that you believe in, um, can, can, can you know, enjoy this film and, and uh, relate, uh, relate to it, right? Yeah, that's the beauty of it is that yeah. it's interfaith dialogue and bringing people together it's not a jewish movie for jews it's not it's about it's for everyone you know because it's about bringing people we're all the same you know we all look the same we all right we, 
we all, we all don't look the same, but we all, you know, we're humans that, you know, we love our families, we love our kids, we have the same, you know, and, 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 and you know, most of us believe in God, even though we choose to name it differently, but it's, it really shows that, you know, we are all, we're all one and we should like work as a family and help each other. So that's, that's kind of the, the, the message of the film. I so, love it. I love it. So not only are you uh, in the cast, you are the, the lead's wife, but you're also a producer in the film. I am. Uh, tell us a little bit how both um, aspects, uh, you know, wearing both hats worked on, on the film for you. Um, well, originally, um, you know, I, I, you know, I, 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 I found out about the film idea. I was invited as an actress to read for one of the parts okay. early on. And I just loved it so much and I believed in it so much. I was like, right. I just really wanted to help them. And as one, I was already doing producing stuff and I had a bunch of projects and I just, you know, said, sure, I'll, you know, I'm going to Cannes. I'll talk about the project with nice. my other stuff. And, the, you know, they called me. They're like, can you get us this much money? We were about to start shooting, like <laughs> two weeks out from shooting. And they're like, we need some more money. <laughs> And I just happened to have talked to an investor um, who loved all my projects. And so I put the money into that project because it was happening in two weeks. And and that's how I became a producer on the film. Ah, and then cool. I not stopped. I've been doing <laughs> like. Now, I've, were you were you cast in your role before you produced or were yeah. you cast after the big? You no, know, well, I was already I already had a part um, okay. in the I already had a part in the film and then um i and then i auditioned for a different part in the film which the part that i'm in right now i was i was like offered a part in the film and then i auditioned for this part okay. i was offered the role of um the brother's future wife to be which which was a very which was a part which was just me she was uh -huh. like a a reformed jew who just you know pretty reformed jew who you know was getting married and mm -hmm. it was fine but i really wanted a, something that was going to be more meaty and that was going to really challenge me and that's why i you know i really i begged them to let me audition for the role of rachel because even at the first reading of it when i wasn't reading that part i i I just felt so close. I said, I don't know. I could do that part so well. Like okay. I could do that part without even, I could do that part. And that was, you know, 10 years ago. That <laughs> was like at the very first. Oh, yeah. So when they opened up the part to um, unknowns to be able to read for it, then I said, you got to let me audition. Come on. I know I already have a part <laughs> in this, but let, wow. me, let me do this. And so, um, yeah, I had three very, tough auditions and uh it was a journey it was a journey getting there yeah that sounds like a journey you said 10 years so 10 years ago is when the very first reading of the movie was wow and, and audiences are just able to see this now in limited theory release and then vod at the end of the month yes yes exactly oh. yes so, it, it, and they started shooting six years ago. So the, it, it was 10 years and then they started shooting six years ago. Um, and there was a lot, they had a lot of challenges during the making of it. Um, right. Joe 
he passed away. You know, Joe Bologna was one of the co-writers oh. of the film. And, yeah, and he played Father Anthony in the film. Um, and then, so he passed away. He, he made it through the end of it, and he saw one of the rough cuts of the film. And the, so Renee Taylor and Joe Bologna are married, were married. Uh, Gabe Bologna, the director, is their son. And so we just, you know, it was COVID and then he passed away. Yeah. It was all these things. We had to raise more money, you know, to, to, to do it the way we wanted to do it. To finish post-production and all yeah. that good stuff, right? Yeah. Beautiful soundtrack that we have. We have an incredible soundtrack. Zizi Bologna did the music, the Gabe's wife and she's, you know, Grammy Award winning. And, um, Massimo Zeri, who's like worked with Fellini. Uh, he is a cinematographer, so we've been winning a bunch of awards for cinematography as well as best movie. As best. So it's, yeah. It's, that, is, that is awesome. You also have uh, in the cast Karina Smirnoff. Mm -hmm. uh, she's been a, a mainstay on Dancing with the Stars. And of course, if you're doing a tango movie, look no further than uh, Karina Smirnoff. Now, I guess uh, I've seen a lot of Karina on Dancing with the Stars, but how. Did she translate from the, the ballroom to acting in a feature? Um, so, she, so I mean, she did a great job, and uh, it was her first movie uh, as a, as an actress. Um, she wow. was ten seasons on Dancing with the Stars, wow. and um, and actually, Jordi Cavaliero, who was the choreographer on Dancing with the Stars, he choreographed our film. And he, he's also an actor, so he played Karina's ex-boyfriend that she she competes against, so he was in the movie as well. Um, so, yeah, it, it was it was fun, and she was so much fun to work with also. You know, wow. she was so nervous. It was her first film. <laughs> her first film? I, I mean, from based on the trailer, I mean, I, I cannot wait to see this film, by the way. I, I'm, I, I, again, if you made me laugh that hard on a trailer, <laughs> imagine what the entire film was going to do. I, I just... And, I'm really looking forward to seeing it. Um, Lainey Kazan and, and um, Renee Taylor, you know, they, they, they were working together as like the, the competing grandmothers. <laughs> and they're so funny. They, mm -hmm. I mean, they've known each other also for years and years. The, the, the uh, competing bubbies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there you go. That, that's right here, Ben. You know the terminology. <laughs> well, Bubbies are grandmoms and Zadies are grandpas. Nice. Oh, very good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Judy, did you have to kind of familiarize yourself with a lot of the rules of the Orthodox Jews? I did. I mean, I'm, you know, I'm Jewish, but I'm Reformed Jewish, so it's not, it's not how I grew up at all. I'm, okay. My parents <laughs> believe in God, and I do, but they, you know, you know they were, my mother's a Holocaust survivor. And, and, oh, wow. Uh, oh, man. So a lot of Holocaust survivors stopped believing in God because of the Holocaust. And um, oh wow! In our family, my grandfather was a cantor in Germany, and he always led services when I was a kid. You know, he would lead the. We, we always all the family things, so I know the prayers, and I know that I went to school, and um, and I lived with a with a Hasidic family actually when I was a kid uh, for a weekend. I went to just see what it was like to be with a Hasidic mm. family. Um, but I went to Williamsburg and I went to um, to Heights. And I spoke with a lot of women, Hasidic women, 
um, and ask them questions about, you know, the roots and the traditions and what it was like to be married. And what it, um, you know, to be with your husband and I, you know, I said, is it true about that sheet thing? Yes, I wanted to ask about the sheet. Ben, you're you're familiar with the sheet, right? Yeah, not that you've used it before, Ben, but you're the one that initially told me about this sheet. How many, what percentage of Orthodox Jewish men and women actually use that intimacy sheet? No, they said it wasn't true. What about, what do you? So they're saying it's not true and it's, it's that, not that's true. It's just an urban legend. It's an urban legend. Yeah. yeah. Because the thing is that they say a man and woman can't touch so that they put a hole in the sheet. But they, I, I thought it was true. If they're married, of course they can. I was going to say, but that's still technically touching. So it really yeah. doesn't count. So, yeah. Yeah. Some other things are touching. <laughs> well, it's good to know that it's absolute bupkis. So. I mean, think about it, guys. All the children Orthodox Jews families have. I mean, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, there's, well, I, there's a lot of touching happening, yes, for sure. Yeah, yeah, the, the, the sheet still allows for, you know, uh, for, you know, for making babies. I mean, <laughs> procreate. <laughs> you know, they they spend their vast fortunes on the stork. <laughs> oh, okay, the stork. Okay. <laughs> and it's funny because, like, some Orthodox or some Hasidic, I, I realize um, Jews, there's a scene that, there's a scene, a wedding scene, where people dance or dancing together, um, and they don't like that that they're dancing together. But what that really is is that it's a reform wedding. He's marrying a reform girl, so it's a reform wedding. It's not a Hasidic wedding. He's she, he's marrying outside of you know mm. he's he's Hasidic, but she's not, and she there uh, you know it's a it's a yeah interesting. Gotten one bad review because of that. Of the touching, you know. Of the <laughs> so I guess their baby would be conservative, <laughs> right? The baby would be conservative, yeah, Orthodox and Reform, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Judy, if we could talk about some of your past work because you've you've had a, a look at your IMDb. You've worked on so many great television shows and films. Um, the Shield. Once and again, JAG and Law and Order, and I, I heard that Law and Order is actually getting another additional season after what twenty some years, I think. Uh, they're bringing Law and Order back. Um, what of your particular television shows have been the most memorable for you? Well, I just I just recently did a show which was the most fun <laughs> in France. It's called uh, La Garçon. It hasn't come out here yet. It's oh, cool. Boyish. It came out in France on France television called Boyish. Um, and I played a, I was a regular on it, and I played um, like a Marlena Dietrich kind of character. Okay. It took place in, it's the opposite of what I'm playing now, but it's like, it took place in uh, uh, 1919. And oh, uh, wow. so I was like a, a kind of an avant garde, you know, um, American woman there in Paris. It, it was shot in Paris. Oh, this is your just grandfather's part. Um, who, um, she, you know, she was bisexual and she threw these extravagant parties. It was the 20, you know, the, the right before the roaring 20s. So crazy, you know, and she, 
So it was a very fun the series kind of revolved around my my incredible home on the Champs Elysees. So it was, that was so much fun to do that that series. Yeah, it seems like a lot of stuff you you've been do, doing is has been in France or in the French realm. Um, you produced and starred in a romantic comedy only in Paris. Um, this was in 2011. So uh, uh, just a wild guess. You're fluent in French, yes? <laughs> I, I love France so yes. much. So anything having to do with France is, I love it. So, yeah, I. Have you, right have you auditioned for Emily in Paris? I didn't, though. I should. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> It should have been called Judy in Paris. Like I should have written <laughs> Judy in Paris. That it should have been your show, right? Should have been. My friends kept telling me to write it, and then they got to this before me. And they go, look at that! Wow. As about Frank file, you should totally do that. So. Yeah. I, <laughs> I will. I'm. I'm. There's one coming. There's one coming. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Yes. Well, I'd be remiss if I didn't talk about a little bit about Heavy Rain because. Uh, Heavy Rain, you did the the voiceover work. I was curious, did you also do the motion capture? Yeah. Now, how did the shower scenes and nude scene work? <laughs> well, I'm no. very curious about that. So I I did the facial motion capture for Madison Page, uh, and the voice. So the shower, the body stuff, I didn't you know I didn't do the shower stuff, but I did the facial. Anytime there was any dialogue. You know, the, I did all of the um, the facial stuff with the dialogue. So, that's, so I can't answer about the shower scene. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to ask if they're, if they're your boobs or not. <laughs> but they were love scenes, though, right? Yeah, they're love scenes. They're shower scenes. The the uh, striptease with the lamp. Yeah, I had to. I, I had to. It was very interesting because, like, when you're actually doing that, I you know I was working alone. You, you work alone when you're doing the, the motion capture and the voice. You're in this, like, room with cameras everywhere. Wow. you have all the captors all over. And so you can't look down. You can't look down because, you know, your character's not going to be looking down, reading something, reading the lines. You know, so everything's memorized. Your whole, you know, like, thousands of pages of dialogue. Because yeah, I don't goodness. know. If you play, have you played Heavy Rain? Do you did you play the game? I have not yet, but I've looked at some clips on YouTube. Um, so I know, the, yeah, but it's it's yeah, mature audiences only. <laughs> Very stressed and nudity. It was like a movie. It was like a twenty-hour movie, and yeah. every scene had a different ending. So you could, I mean, you had five different scenes. I'm sorry, five different endings for every scene. So it could be. You know, I could lie to you. I could tell the truth. I could tell you I love you. I could, you know, so you don't know. And the so the player would be cho choosing, you know, how they want the scene to go. We were just talking about how it's like Choose Your Own Adventure, the, the, the series of children's books where you kind of flip to the other page based on your decisions. On, on, on And that's the same exact thing with Heavy Rain, it seems. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's the same thing. And and. So that's what made it even more challenging to 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 work as an actress to do it because you had to memorize five different endings for every single scene and you're acting by yourself. You're in this room acting by yourself like a play. Wow. And you have the directors over there saying, "Okay, 
uh, he's giving me the lines and I'm acting to like no one. Oh, wow. and I'm, in love scenes, you're making out with no one. They kind of like what you do, man, right? <laughs> hey, Weird thing ever. <laughs> yeah, uh, Judy, compared to um, working on a film, uh, we know that on film work things can get cut. What was your experience working on a video game of that scope? Where did you find that everything was done as was planned, or was there? Did they bring you back for, I guess, reshoots or re-recording, or did they end up cutting a bunch of stuff? How did that work? No, they did. They went through it like one after another, after another, after another, after another. <laughs> so it was like a uh yeah they just it was a long process and then afterwards wow. you know they sync it with the body and the thing that's so cool well so yeah watching the body you know like i just did it and then they used my voice and sunk it into the body wow i'm sure a lot of uh men have enjoyed your video game in different ways <laughs> man i mean let's be Okay, pump the brakes, buddy. Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's below the belt show, Judy. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> well, do you have anything upcoming in the voiceover or video game world? I have a few projects that are that I'm involved with that we're waiting on the go. The, okay. Yeah, the go ahead on um, some animated. Sweet. Well, we can't wait uh, for you to talk about that in the future. But in the meantime, we can check out this amazing film, Tango Shalom, yes. uh, which is in select theaters now, correct? And then available in on video on demand. What platforms can we see? It's going to be on almost all the platforms, but it's going to be um, starting with uh, October 29th. It'll be um, yeah, video on demand, um, like you know, Comcast, Spectrum, those kind of like the services and then it'll go on to later on it will be on streaming but starting october 29th it'll be on like fantastic and i'd be remiss if i didn't ask the time to big fat greek wedding because it, it's credited as has, having the maker of uh big fat greek wedding does it have that feel uh for the big you know, yeah, fat greek wedding? yeah yeah it, ha it totally has a my big fat greek wedding feel to it and it's um joel zwick directed my big fat greek wedding um, and he's one of the producers on our film. Sweet. He, of course, was in it too. She's about. Yeah. She's a. She's about to shoot the third. Uh, my big fat Greek wedding three, which is coming out. All right. Oh, wow. This is the third. The third one's coming out. That's great. Yeah. I heard so, about wait, that. that. Three of them. That, does that mean they had three big fat Greek divorces too, or? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if a divorce is glorified as a wedding. <laughs> Unless it was a really bad marriage. <laughs> well, Judy, wow, thank you so much. This is exciting. This is a lot of fun. Um, Judy Beecher, ladies and gentlemen, here on Below the Belt Show. Judy, before we let you go, if you could, do a little promo. Let us know who you are. Throw out a plug for Tago Shalom, whatever you'd like. And then let us know you're on Below the Belt Show. Okay. And also, I wanted to... So, I'm... I'm Judy Beecher. <laughs> um, I am on the Below the Belt show. Uh, I'm an actress. I'm a singer-songwriter, which I also have a song, which is a music video coming out this month called um, Paris ou la la. It's about Paris, of course. Um, and um, 
director, producer, um, actress. I'm I'm in um, the movie which is in theaters right now and is coming out on uh, VOD on the 29th of October uh, called Tango Shalom, and um, which is you have to go see. It's hysterical <laughs> um, uh, about a Hasidic rabbi who is um, who is trying to resolve his financial problems, and God tells him to to do that by entering a televised dance competition to resolve his financial problems. And he has to go to all the other religion, the religions to ask for help because he can't touch a woman who's not his wife in the Orthodox Judaism. Um, and uh, we just actually won uh, best film uh, for peace and tolerance at the Cannes Film Festival. It was the Artisan Film. Whoa. Artisan oh, Film wow. Awards. For That's huge. Tolerance during camp. Yeah. It wasn't at camp. It was during camp. Yes. So it is huge. Wow. And UNESCO also has just uh, endorsed us as well. Um, and we have a whole list of different like organizations and that are just really, really that have given us huge, huge endorsements and want everybody to see this film. Um, so yeah. And uh, yeah, I have a documentary coming out as well, which we're, I'm in the middle of that. Uh, um, so be on the lookout for that as well. That's not done yet. It's called Run Runya, The Kindness of Strangers. Wow. And you can, you can find me also on social media. Um, I'm on Instagram, uh, actress uh, Judy Beecher Official. Um, I have a fan, uh, Facebook fan page. Uh, and I'm on Twitter. I'm new on Twitter, but I'm trying to get that going. <laughs> I'm also new on uh, TikTok. I have like wow. three, okay. three videos on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. You can check me out on IMDb also, my my, filmog my complete filmography on IMDb. Oh, yeah. We checked it out. Wow. So many awesome credits, Judy. You've had such an amazing career, and uh, congratulations on, on everything you've done, and of course, in Tango Shalom, and um, it seems like we just touched mostly on the acting, but next time we have you back, let's focus a little more on the singing, too, because um, we kind of just talked all about the acting stuff, but uh, yeah, that is tremendous, um, and thank you so much for uh, joining us here on Below the Belt Show. Thank you so much. This was wonderful. You guys are great. <laughs> right. Have a good night. Thank Take you. Good. Thank you. you Bye-bye. Bye. Shalom. Shalom. Shalom.